Hello, 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 my fact friends and fiends. We are back. Season 3. The real season 3. And it will be happening soon. We are just putting those finishing touches on a lovely set of confusing stories. Quests with no ends, as of yet. And potentially some of those updates we have on cold cases that we discussed in previous seasons. But we also have paranormal or extraterrestrial phenomenon to discuss as well. Remember, we're here to talk about the facts, as reported. Some old voices, some new voices, and some voices in between, which would be mine, are going to be here once again. So get ready with a trip down memories memory lane with these friend-voted favorite episodes. Don't worry, I didn't go for the Cecil Hotel or anything. We remember that one. And if you don't, please feel free to hit pause and go back. Nate Ruger and I take turns blowing each other's minds. However, without further ado, I bring you The Trump Family Vacation from Season 2. I hope you have as much fun as we did the first time we did this. And get ready for those new episodes coming soon. Hello, 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 my fact fiends, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About the Facts. I am your host for this voyage of terror, if you tuned in last week, Elizabeth Fury. And with me today is my friend, Mike! Hey, um, you didn't tell me this was a voyage of terror. Well, I mean, I thought that was, you know, part of the whole landscape. Uh, I... The landscape was not painted well for me in that case. I'm I'm here for it. Like I do like horror, but it's good to know like I'm heading into scary territory. Scaratory if Scar- you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. As I famously like to say, hold on to your tater tots. It's gonna be a bumpy night. Alright, they are in hand and I'm ready to go. But yes, Mike is joining us for the first time. I just found out he was a listener the other day and it, so I was like, of course you have to come listen. Things and happen quickly. In yeah. This, in this world, in this podcast world. In this podcast world, yeah. And not only listen, but be recorded while listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the best type. Oh, yeah. And considering in our last episode, we had a multitude of deaths, I decided we're going to scale it back because unlike the Avengers series, they just went too big, too hard, too fast. We're going to we're going to go back and reevaluate, do the river, you know? Ooh, big story. Ooh, what's that? Side story? A little bit of what the fuck? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds good. I, I appreciate the the no murders here, the no killing or dying or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I really, I really busted out all the death, mm-hmm. and it was, it was mm-hmm. like non gruesome deaths too. Oh, really? Just yeah. like dying in sleeps or something. Well, it was like um, it was a cult, but a local cult, which by far are more compelling than like the big names. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was just like, and then they died, and you're like, what? 
What, like, mysterious circumstances? Love it. Like, if I could put that on my tombstone, I would. Like, Your I could... Elizabeth Fury died of mysterious circumstances. I could have died in the most boring way ever, but if I put that, perfect. Mm-hmm. 50 years, people would be like, and here's the, the tombstone of Elizabeth Fury. Still, no one knows what happened to her. I've always wanted to be an unsolved mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh... Anyway, that all being said, we have never ventured all the way down to Australia before. We've gone across the pond, and we did uh, Bella and the Witch Elm. That was, like, episode two. Okay. But this is our first time in the Australian Outback, and I am not going to insult my Australian friends by doing a terrible Australian accent. I only insult my Mississippi friends who know it's not an insult because I have an excellent Mississippi accent. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I have been told by my significant other that my accents aren't good, so I won't attempt one. Yeah, we're just going to do the Americanized version of an Australian story and enjoy the fact that I kept everything in kilometers. (laughs) So not only do I have no idea on a map where these things are, even though I looked... I honestly can't judge distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, as all may know, that Skyler is also a research assistant of mine. He wrote an excellent intro to this, and I have to use it. Okay. An Australian family of five mysteriously disappeared during a tech-free road trip in the Australian outback in 2016. Even stranger is that the family members turned up one by one after a week-long journey of more than 1,600 kilometers, 995 miles. The spellbinding mystery that captivated Australia culminated with a police investigation and two of them placed in psychiatric care. Okay, so I have questions already, but I suppose <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. Is it, do I read the back of romance novels and, like, target to my friends that way? The answer is yes. What was, like, I, my, my first question was, like, uh, do you solicit voicemail recordings? Or rather, do you, you know, <laughs> Yes, do you, I do. You know, for fee? Fee recordings? Uh, you know, I'll do yours for free, but everybody oh, else... thank you. Everybody else I will. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I would do in college with my friends. Like, if we were in, I don't know, Walmart or something, I would just pick up romance novels. We would call them bodice rippers and read the back of them. Bodice as we would rippers. Walk th- yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We would just read the back of them as we were shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how long until you would bust it? Sure. Yup. Alrighty. So, let's jump into this story, because it is wild. So... The Trump family. Let's talk about them. In 2016... uh, I I guess I want to make it clear. It's Trump, as in T-Romp. Nothing to do with with the Orange Menace. No, not the Orange Menace at all. This is like Trump all over your dreams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not... (laughs) That's that's in the the 2020s, that is certainly something that comes easy to say. Yeah. Tromping all over your dreams. Yeah. One thing or another has. T-R-O-N-P. Tromp. Like you're having a friendly romp, mm-hmm. but with a T. Like a T Rex romp. Tromp. <laughs> Tromp. Um, so these are nice people, I've decided. 
I have no data to back that up, but I've just decided. That's fair. Uh, also, because by all accounts, they were normal in 2016 at the time of this incident. There so was. They were just like regular five person family just doing their thing in, in Australia? Totally. We had Mark, the father, in 2016. So this is the 2016 data. He is 51. Jacoba, the wife, 53. And they had three adult children. Rihanna, who is 29, spelled R-I-A-N-A, by the way. Don't get excited. (laughs) Mitchell, 25, and Ella, 22. Scarily close to my age. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, would I have gone along with this? So, 2016, Mark and Jacoba had established a successful red currant farm and honestly get those berries because those candles are amazing. Um, And earth moving business, which I like to call the earth shattering and or dirt business. Yeah, that's it seems to be a dirt business. It's a dirt business, but you could call it earth shattering if you Mm -hmm. think about it. Um, at their property in Sylvan, which is on the outskirts of Melbourne. Uh, that's the state capital of Victoria in Australia. Yes, I, I <laughs> agree. <laughs> I'm like, I, I have no idea where these places mm-hmm. are on a map. And I looked, like, I looked recently, and I have promptly forgot. Like, I know that only coastal areas are inhabited. Right. But still, I forgot. And it's, if it makes Australian listeners listeners feel any better, I still get the New England states mixed up in America. I just uh, which ones? Yes. Well, are where you? <laughs> uh, where are you from originally? I grew up in like the South. <laughs> okay, so that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. Like we don't, you know, new. I'm from New Jersey, which is kind of New England, but not really. But close enough. It's closer it, to New England than the South, so. Yeah. And we certainly don't know what's going on down there. I like I can do all of the states except for like towards Ohio. I get those like kind of confused and then Well, that's where like the Midwest starts and then it's yeah. like it's when all they like s- blocks of boring. Yeah, so- see I got those, but like when they start getting small, I'm like I I got it. And <laughs> Like, above West Virginia, who knows? <laughs> I know where Maine is. Yeah, that's Because I, I love the story of Maine. We just redrew a map, and Canada was like, okay, and we stole Maine. That's funny. Like, it's a terrible story, but very American. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, back to the Trumps. So, August 29th of 2016. With little warning... And I'm supposing to friends and neighbors and extended family, which, un-American. Like, if this were America, nobody would have noticed. Yeah, fair. (laughs) The Trumps and their three adult children got into their car and headed north. Did they just leave, or was it an escape where they fled with only cash in hand? Now, some say, of course, it was the tech-free vacation so police so, are, oh, sorry, sorry I have a question they were so everyone's just all living together I believe so like I mean it's probably a huge property um, yeah if it's if it's yeah there, it's a farm and like you know dirt dirt <laughs> <Just> dirt <laughs> if it's farm it's and a, dirt 
They got a lot of room. <laughs> it's a dirt empire. So, what? what are, I'm sorry, what are the ages of the adult children again? 29, 25, 22. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I bet you 10 bucks that they're all in on, like, the family biz. Sure. And it's probably cheaper to live at home. Right. And there's probably no, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, Australian listeners, there's not the stigma like there is here. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I asked. Do you have Australian listeners? According to my data, I do. No way. Nice. Yeah. So. Well, good day, mate. <laughs> yeah. Come roast me if you need to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, no one's talked to me on Twitter. But then again. What's Twitter? Well, what's the time difference? Maybe they're just like, you know, it never They're always asleep. Uh Uh-huh. They're always asleep. It doesn't matter what time it is. Australians need their beauty sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, they're busy fighting spiders, and that's the Lord's work. They're fighting every known creature in the world in Australia. They're fighting everything I'm terrified of. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I think what it is is like... There are creatures throughout the world, and then, like, Australia just happened to spawn all the boss fights of those creatures. And that's why I probably will never go to Australia, but Mm -hmm. also, I have so much admiration for them. Right. That's why this story actually scares me twofold, because of how, like, this all plays out. Yeah. So, speaking of... The police get called to the home to investigate. And, of course, they find passports, credit cards, cell phones, everything the family left behind. Natch. Like, you know, furniture, clothes. Um, So, so, like, someone noticed they just had been gone for a while? Yeah. Okay. Because they have, like, a working business. Oh, right, of course. People need their dirt. They're yeah. like, there's a whole line for the dirt, and they're like, should we just take it? Can we just bring our <laughs> shovels in? Like, what's going on? We need these berries. Yeah, we, we need, need these berries. These berries. <laughs> uh, however, Mitchell, 25, middle child. Uh-huh. Middlechul. Middlechul. <laughs> oh, that was Roasted funny. Mitchell. <laughs> he was the only one to take his cell phone. Interesting. So... Apparently, Mark and Jacoba had been suffering increasing signs of stress and paranoia. So, according to media reports, at least one of them had become totally convinced someone was out to kill them and take their money. Huh. Well, I guess, you know, like dirt farming is pretty lucrative in Australia then. Well, I mean, they've got a lot of it. They got a lot of it. They probably just do the berries and the currants on the side. And Australia is mostly dirt. Like, the middle part's just probably all dirt. So it's like... But what if their berries were, like, supreme? Mm-hmm. Like, this was the top berry farm on this side of the of Australia. And they were, like, ambrosia-level mm-hmm. berries. Yeah, I can believe that. So, of course, Mitchell's the only one who still has a son. He was seemingly the only one not swept up in the family drums, if you will. Huh. But perhaps he was like, okay, we're not in mortal danger, but the danger could be in the future, in this car trip. Who's to say? So he takes his phone. However, he did later say he went along 
with the whole charade, if you will. I love saying charade. Ooh. Um, to ensure that they would all be safe. And that's like a real bro right there. Right. <laughs> because, mm. well, also he is the brother. But... <laughs> He's literally a brother. <laughs> but, but also, it's a, it's a bro move. He does, it's, you know, from what you yeah. said, it does sound like he was like, okay, look, I can't stop them from doing this, but I will just try and make them safe. Yeah. He knew that his parents were kind of becoming increasingly delusional and difficult to tolerate. But they get 30 kilometers away from home. Mark and Jacoba find out that Mitchell has his phone and they force him to throw it out the car window as they were convinced it could be used to track them. And they were correct. It it could. Yeah. So could Lojack. Yeah. They're right, but it's, you know, not the people they're thinking of tracking them. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, which people? They were unnamed. Mm. Um, however, we have to recognize that, you know, sometimes paranoia, it could be anyone. Sure. Uh, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. There's this awful one where it was, like, people or mannequins, and I was, I was like, oh, my God, and I couldn't handle mannequins for a while. You mean, is it, like, one of the old ones, Rod Serling ones? Oh, heck yes. Thank you. Okay, good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was like this one where it was like this lady found out she was a mannequin and went to this department store and like went back to being a mannequin and like another mannequin left to go be a human for a year it was just but yeah that's crazy and i was i was looking at mannequins like (laughs) oh god um so anyway they were driving the daughter Ella's SUV. There was a... F- it did tell me what kind of SUV. I couldn't say it, so I skipped the detail. Cool. And through that first day and night, until they reached New South Wales, which there was a town called Bathurst, and it was about 800 kilometers away, and it's to the west of Sydney. Okay, so they drove basically for, like, a, a full day and night to get to Bathurst? Yeah. And that's 800 kilometers, which uh, I'm guessing is, like, 20 miles. That is, I think, totally wrong. Okay, good. Just because checking. if 1,600 kilometers is 995 miles, I feel like 800 is going to be, like, 450, 490, 480. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know. We just can't. It's just we just can't tell. You know. I'm a stupid American <laughs> who didn't learn kilometers. I own my failure. Right well, now. no, it's not that you didn't learn them. It's that they were never taught. That's true. I think I might have been taught though. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> nope. I just I I own it. Like I don't use it every day, mm-hmm. so it's just right. out the window. Right. Of course. Um, it's a pretty good chunk of change when it comes to mileage, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> you said 20. Yeah. All day That's right. and night. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cars miles. are really slow in Australia, I guess. <laughs> I think you can get there walking. <laughs> um, so at this point, Mitchell bounces. He's like, this family excursion sucks and he bounces um because it's like going nowhere Mm -hmm. and honestly mitchell feel you 
Is so? Do we know anything about Bathurst? Is it a cool town? You know, I did not look anything up about Bathurst. Mm. I think they just stopped for the night. They were yeah. like, "Oh, look, there's a place to sleep. This Motel Six doesn't suck. Let's yeah. do it." Clearly, the, the 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 killers following us will not come to this <laughs> the, Motel Six. <laughs> this Holiday Inn uh-huh. is looks innocuous. So, and then there were four. Ooh. That morning, the remaining four Trumps went east from Bathurst. <laughs> Trumps. <laughs> I, I feel like if I had done this like five years ago, it would be like, oh, Trumps, nothing. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, Trumps. Yeah, Trump. No, we're really, there's an O in there. Yes. <laughs> uh, they went east from Bathurst to a popular tourist spot. The Janolan Caves. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Janolan? Janolan Caves? I did it. I've decided. All right. Excellent. I agree. I think that's absolutely right. Uh, This was where Rihanna and Ella decide to bounce as well. So the two sisters stole a car. What? (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's pause for a moment. (laughs) So we've got a family vacation. There's a, you know potential threat of like we're being followed and maybe gonna get killed from the parents we know Mitchell's not into that the daughters are like just chilling along for the ride and then they're like we're out so we're just gonna steal a car even though you're driving my car I'm gonna go steal another okay I mean I kinda like this family I like what I'm loving the problem solving like they do not want to handle their parents so they're like you know what's better grand larceny yeah crime Clearly, um, we have to we have to commit crimes to get away from our parents. Okay. Which, honestly, I feel like this is how my family would have handled it. Like, if we had actually made it out of the house, and they're gonna drive south, and this is to the town. I assume it's pronounced Galburn, but it's spelled G O U L B U R N, and I read it as Goulburn. Goulburn. Like, yeah, where you burn the ghouls. Yeah. And, I think it's officially the greatest name of a town mm-hmm. ever. So, Goulburn. Even they really though I, love Halloween. <laughs> it's really where Halloween Town is. Uh, they reported their parents had gone missing at Goulburn. Galburn. I bet you it's Galburn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, by this point, the story of the missing Trump family and their individual, like, kind of actions have made their way to the Australia media. So many in the public believed it was a strange case of a family getting lost and found kind of like on a simple holiday trip and fueling this public belief was the fact that the Trumps were driving in the wilderness of the Australian outback. And I've heard it's quite large. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's but, a, it's a little big out in the outback. You know, I wonder, though, like, if there was an American equivalent to this moment, would it be, like, people getting lost in the Mojave? Yeah, or, like, Yosemite or something like that. I guess we have just so much, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because the outback... It's just so big. Right, right. Like, I, you know, our nature 
is tameable, I guess, so we could you know, build roads and have infrastructure. But like the outback, like you can't, you can't deal with that. It just has to be. You just gotta call the adventurers. Right. Right. Um. Can't just hop in an SUV and go for a ride. You gotta come prepared to the outback. Yeah. However, they were near large towns at all times. Mm-hmm. If you're in the outback, like, where do you gas up? Some rando, like, kangaroo gas station where they <laughs> kick you in the chest if you can't pay? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And so you always pay. You all, Before you stop, you make sure you got money because they kick really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it restarts your entire, like, internal rhythm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so, in Galburn, Rihanna and Ella parted ways at a petrol station without kangaroos. And Ella said that she wanted to go home and feed her horses. I have never identified with a character in one of these stories so hard, except replace <laughs> horses with dogs. Uh-huh, I want to uh-huh. go feed my dog. Yeah, that's fair. God. So, she's the first Tromp to actually be located... When she rolls back to the family farm on Tuesday night, and the police are there. Mitchell, he comes home the next morning after taking a series of trains. Wouldn't you think, though, like, they would have been like, Hey, when you're in the police station, aren't you those missing girls? So, the poli- you're saying the police did not do that? They didn't! Otherwise, like, otherwise... How did they part ways at a gas station after they... Yeah, no. They did not. The police did not register that these two girls were also missing people. And Mitchell was allowed to travel on several trains without being noticed as a missing person. I got to know more about their, like, missing persons situation. Like, Uh how was that allowed to happen? And, like, if this was 1970, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. This was 2016. So, okay, so the cops are at the farm. Ella comes back, and they're just like, oh, okay. Hi, Ella. Sort of. We'll get there. Jeez, Louise. And then Mitchell rolls in the next morning. But now we're down to three, okay? So there's three of them out out in the wilderness somewhere. Presumably Mark and Jacoba are together. Rihanna... Is like doing her own thing, I guess. She's doing her own thing. She's because... probably stealing more cars. <laughs> well, Mitchell and Ella appear mentally stable after okay. this ordeal, okay? Rihanna does not. Oh. She had climbed into the back of a utility vehicle in Goulburn, and she was discovered by a male driver who had driven almost an hour away. And this girl was so lucky because <laughs> she gets brought back. I was like, that's how you die. Yeah, in America, you're just dead if that happens. Like, <laughs> when I read that part, I was like, all right, here's the death. Uh-huh. And no, he brings her back. Because, just... well, first of all, this is my greatest fear ever. Like, you park on the street in L.A., and I get in the car, and I take someone along for the ride, and it scares the shit out of me when they wake up. And I see him in the back in my rearview mirror, and then I crash the car, and we're both dead. Oh, that's the worst. That's terrible. That's a terrible fear. Yeah. But it's also very real. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of several people having, like, people in their car when they get back to it, and I'm like... Oh, God. <sighs> I'm like a... 
Like that, I'm like, all right, it's your car now. You have that. Goodbye. I'm done. I'm out of here. Like, I want nothing to do with that, please. I'm just like, I don't want to disturb your sleep, but also I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine it happening after you've gone out and like you're just really tired. You went to like some sort of I don't know art crawl where you've been walking, and you're in like three inch heels, so it was like practical. Mm-hmm. But now your legs are tired. And you're just like, I want to go home. I've just had cheap wine. And I'm already sober. And I just want to go home. This this sounds very specific. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the driver pulled over and found Rihanna to be in what he would call a catatonic state. Oh. And she said that she didn't know her name or where she was. So... My question here is, did something happen between her and Ella's separation and this moment? Besides the hour drive to wherever the fuck with right. What's-His-Bucket. And... So, so when Ella got back home, as far as she knew, was it like, oh, I, you know, Rihanna and I were good. We left in... We left Goulburn. <laughs> we separated in Goulburn, but, like, we were fine? Is that, well, you know? I'm not certain. I'm not certain if they left even on good terms. Okay. Because apparently Rihanna was, like, taken in by this everyone's trying to kill us type thing a little bit more than everyone else. Also, Mm, Rihanna is the oldest. Yeah. So she's actually taken to Goulburn Hospital, where she's actually placed in psychiatric care. Okay. The authorities did decline to press charges over the vehicle she had helped steal due to deteriorated mental health. Yeah. That makes sense. However... Ella was charged with car theft, but the charges were dropped the next year. And it suggested that it was done in accordance with the car owner. What a champ. How non-American. Right. I love these Australians. I know. This is just... I'm over here like, things Americans would never do. (laughs) Right, right, right. Gosh, if, you know, if I could like... If they could say like, you know, we can give you a reasonable expectation of safety from wilderness in Australia, then I'm like, alright, done, I'm moving. But then there's spiders. But they can't, they can't do that, because they literally can't do that for their own people, because it's I just know. like, ugh. I but actually like, had a friend in uh, Australia once. I say once, I still have this friend. <laughs> but one time, she was telling me about like this birthday party that she was setting up. She was like, yeah, I gotta go clean the spiders out of the backyard. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, no. No. No, that's not a sentence you should say. But, like, it's a common occurrence. It's like sweeping the porch. And you're like, what? I was like, one time I tried to kill a spider in my bathroom, and I was on the phone with my friend Liz for half an hour, and it took Goo Gone and a toilet cleaner. Like, What's Goo Gone? It's like, um that orange liquid that helps get like stuff off like surfaces oh, okay. like you know sticker but it was the thickest thing I had so it wouldn't like pull a knife on me oh okay so you like covered the spider in goo and then got rid of it <laughs> yeah because yeah. I was so scared and then I like, cried so hard I almost threw up because I can't do spiders mm-hmm. however it's a funny story is that like my dad can do spiders but he can't do snakes and he told the story about how that he looked down and there was a snake right next to him, and then he transported to the other side 
of the football field. And I was like... <laughs> so your dad is on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, I know how that feels, just with something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can be a weenie about things. It's fine. Just you have to find the right friend to be a different kind of weenie. Right. That's fair. Everyone's got, every weenie has their support friend. Right. It's like finding your Skittles soulmate. The one who likes the, like the Skittles that you hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My significant other gives me, um, the, like the, the gummies, the gummy flavors she does not prefer. Oh, it's, what is it? Sour Patch Kids. She gives me the red and and orange Sour Patch Kids. Those are best. Right? It works out. It works out for all parties involved. Yeah, it's like a Starburst Skittles snow, like soulmate thing. It's a she, thing. She doesn't like chocolate either, so I am like really set. Well, all you have to do is buy chocolate, and you'll never have to worry about who ate my shit. <laughs> right. But if I keep showing up with chocolate, she'll be like, "Wait a minute." You'd be what like, "This you? is mine, and then yeah. all these are yours." <laughs> yeah. Like I really considered this for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really okay. thought about it, and in the end, I had to go with the chocolate. So, speaking of significant others, we have forgotten about the instigators of this. Oh. The parents. <laughs> the parents. <laughs> so, Mark and Jacoba, remember, we left them at the Janolin Caves. Janolin Caves. Whatever. <laughs> and they drove back to Melbourne after that. So, a day later, which is Wednesday, they became separated about 600 kilometers of separation south in the Victorian town of Wangarata. Okay. Wangarata? Oh, I, I, I found it. Wangarata. Oh, I've, been, I've been looking at a map this whole time. You know, I should have added a supplement auditorily, but I feel like that would have just been worse. Um, have you ever heard someone try to describe a map to you? I zone out halfway through. I mean, and I'm like, it's, useless. It's very... Difficult. It's like, oh, well, this thing's over here, that thing's over here. God, I wish you could see it. <laughs> we'll just we'll just link it in the right. on Twitter and be like, right. look at this. Or honestly, just look up a map of Australia. Anyway, so Jacoba, okay. They were at Wangrata. Jacoba goes north again, and she is actually found the next day. So on Thursday? Yeah. 350 kilometers away in Yas. Maybe Yas. I think it's Yas. Yas, queen. Yep, it is literally Yas. Wait, so... She's wandering around in an agitated state. Uh Uh-oh. A fugue state, if you will? I don't don't know if it's quite fugish. It Uh says agitated. Gotcha. However, she is taken to a hospital in Yas... And then moved to Goulburn to be with Rihanna, and they're getting mental health treatment there. Mark huh. is in Wangrata, and he dangerously tailgated a young couple, and then he was seen fleeing Ella's SUV. Right? Okay. Po- Police also began investigating a number of break-ins in the town, including a motel, though unclear if they were related. I don't believe it's ever been... Like, proven to be related. Right. However, interesting detail. So, back at Sylvan, Mitchell and Ella made an emotional appearance before the media, 
saying that they are baffled by their parents' paranoid behavior. Uh, oh, wow. So they're, like, all over the news then. Yeah, because they knew that Rihanna was found. Gotcha. Because they're all found one by one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mitchell, this was his quote. Uh, I've never seen anyone like this or anyone conduct themselves in this way. I just really want my dad to be found. He's not dangerous. He's my mate, my father. I love him. And let me, for American listeners, when you... When he says he's my mate, that means friend. <laughs> Just gotta put that down. Okay, That's so me. miles and kilometers, mate and friend. <laughs> That's also an English thing. Yeah, know? it is. Well, you know, Australia was like essentially the penal colony. Yeah, we were a colony too, but you know, we threw the tea out with the baby. Couldn't keep us water. down. America! <laughs> Fuck yeah! I know, I always think of that. Just randomly. I can't, like, yeah, I can't not. Like, that forever will be in my head. Oh, it's so upsetting. I think about it at least, like, twice a week. <laughs> and I'm the least patriotic person, I feel. Sure. In my apartment building. <laughs> like, I'm not anti-America. I'm just not, like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, anyway... So, that Saturday evening, it's six days before they left the first house, Mark Tromp is found beside a road near Wingrata Airport. He's questioned by the police, assessed by a mental health officer, and released into the care of his police officer brother, which honestly is probably the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, wow. So he even showed... He gave the finger to photographers as he was driven away. Excellent. <laughs> I forgot I wrote that down. Oh, legend. Okay, so later he released a more contrite statement, apologizing for the hurt and concern caused by these events. He also paid respect to the community resources devoted to his family aid. The police did not believe that they were any real threat to the family. Wait, there was any real threat to the family. Sorry. (laughs) And one investigating police officer from the Sylvan District described it as one of the most bizarre cases he's seen in 30 years. And so the family is back working together to grow and sell red berries. They also used to run a pick-your-own-fruit tour on the grounds. They've been relatively quiet since Mark advised the media that he just wanted the family to return to normal following the harrowing ordeal. So there's two possibilities that are common amongst this. Uh, Some consider the possibility of whether or not the Trump... Whoa! Whoa! Bleep, bleep, bleep. I know. (laughs) Bleepity bleep. You know what? I'll put a dollar in the swear jar for that. Okay. God. The Trumps may have been affected by chemicals used on their farm. And media reports say police are also, well, I'm going to say were also, contemplating whether or not the family suffered from basically a concept called uh, Faliadu, which are you oh, familiar yeah, with that? Oh, yeah, of course, Faliadu, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. That's, so, that's a, <laughs> I have no idea. Faliadu? Is that a, a uniquely Australian thing, or is that a global term? It's a global term, but it's the French term is um, 
Folly do. But then there's an actual psychiatric term, which is um, shared delusion. Ah, okay. But uh, folly do is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations from one pass from one to another and further. So, like, you can have folly on famille, which would be family madness. In my opinion, this was a folly à toi where the parents and Rihanna shared a similar delusion um, and Mitchell and Ella weren't as affected. Yeah. However, um, this term, by the way, was coined um, in a 19th century France, in 19th century France for a couple who began exhibiting paranoid and delusional behavior. So doctors were unable to tell which of them had become psychotic first. It was clear that they had follow, fallen into a cycle of reinforcing each other's delusions. Yeah. So, though, I'm not sure if it's in the DS5 or not. Um, I read somewhere that it wasn't, but I think I thought it was. Um, it's often found in close-knit families or close, very close, like, uh, situations of... Um, like cults, for instance? Sometimes cults. I would say, like, situations of, like, isolation... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so cults would fall into that. When you have no, like, uh, influencer or, or blah, blah, I can't think of the right word, but, like, whatever from the outside world hitting you, then you're free to just, like, yep. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense because they were in, they were working together on this farm, and perhaps they were, they could have been affected by chemicals, they could have, there could have been a lot of the factors in this. But since um, this incident, there's been zero signs of this since their safe return. As in, like, they all seem normal again? Yeah, they've gone completely back to normal. Huh. And I say normal as in, like, they've returned to their, their selves, if that makes sense. Okay. So, all right. So family farm farm family is like let's let's go on a family vacation, aka let's run from our potential assassins. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of them are like I don't know. They they kind of split at different parts. Mom and dad go off do their own thing, and then they split. Um, and then like everyone just kind of ends up back at the farm, and sort we don't really of. know we don't know where exactly they went, just where they yeah. ended up. It's kind of like a, a situation, I think, that everyone but Mitchell bought into it, and then Ella had enough after mm. Mitchell left. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Rihanna... She became the voice of reason after the voice of reason left. Yeah, and then I think Rihanna like kind of didn't know what to do after all that, and then perhaps right. had a snap. Um, and then the parents, like, if the delusion escalates like that... It makes sense why they would split, you know? Um, what, because they're, like, safer? They view themselves? or yeah. they Or, they, or they're, um, they start getting paranoid about each other. I think that they're like, oh, we'll be safe if we split. Um, in that way. That's my theory. I mean, I can't, I can't speak to any delusions. I'm not a trained psychologist or psychiatrist. 
or mental health expert, but from what I have studied of the folly I do um, through cases I have not presented and presented, uh, yes, I have a backlog. Um, <laughs> it kind of makes sense to me that they would split is kind of where I'm going. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That seems to be a stage of delusion evolution. Yeah. It's Delu- like... De- devil... De- never mind. Devolution. Devolution, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I could see that, like, at a point they would devolve, though. That's my hot take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think if the family stuck together, there would have been a, a, a longer, farther odyssey? I'm not sure, but I don't think so. I think it would have unraveled fairly quickly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Would have been the whole family stealing cars. <laughs> Not just we the call daughter. that the the Fast and Furious. <laughs> Australian outback. Right. They're just well, doing donuts outback in drift. the wild. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they should sell their story for that. Right. Hi, well, Fast it- and Furious franchise. Yes, got a pitch. They just got to get the rock involved. I feel like instead of The Rock, they need somebody from Australia, like Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I'm sure he would love to do a Fast and Furious movie. Like, imagine the twist there. He, like, comes up looking kind of like Mr. Anderson, but not, and just steps out in half suit, like, rolled up sleeves, looking mm-hmm. little Keanu-esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pulls his sunglasses down. Heard you want to see the Outback. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> and that's how I went from podcaster to producer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calling Universal. I'm getting it going. I've wanted to be on that franchise for so long. It's about time. It's about time they took your ideas. Oh man, when that when I went and saw Hobbs and Shaw and they were hooking together, like what was it? Uh it wasn't dump trucks. It was the, like, it was the ones that come and pick up your wrecked car. Oh, sure. Yeah. Those cars. Uh-huh. They hooked, like, six of them together, and I was like, stop escalating so well. <laughs> this is the crap I love to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I know it's so unrealistic, and that's what I'm here for. Like, come on. Ugh. By the way, everyone, I love Fast and Furious. Also, it has my name in it. Oh! Further reason they need to take you up and make you a producer. Yep. I'll just change my name to Elizabeth Fury. The marketing is marketing itself, basically. It's true. All right. Well, that's the Trump story. Wow. Huh. So... Yeah, that's got to be a little weird. Like, I bet it makes, like, you know, family Christmas... (laughs) <laughs> or holidays like a little weirder like or when they better ah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> like you remember that one time <laughs> <laughs> remember that one time we, we stole went gallivanting through the wilderness and like thought we were gonna get killed <laughs> honestly if that were like myself and my brother we would have non-stop jokes about it we'd be like hey remember that one time we stole a car <laughs> yeah like we have a story where like him and 
our older sister set the backyard on fire. Of course, I was far too young. I just oh, wow. watched. I watched it happen. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I believe that I laughed at them because they were like, we got to break the backyard right now. And so they break the whole yard and like put it in bags. So our parents never knew for like two decades. Wait, so there was there wasn't any like burns or ashes or anything? It was, it it was all in the leaves. Wow. And I mean, on fire, on fire. Right. Uh huh. And so they just raked the whole backyard and then our parents come home and they're like, oh, you raked the backyard. Let's go get ice cream. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is just reinforcing the wrong kind of behavior. <laughs> I learned so much that day. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. If I can get away with it, then I get rewarded. Heard. So, yeah, no, I think that, you know, family Christmas is probably pretty funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if not, then, you know. You then what are they even doing? What's the point? Why like, do that? Yeah, if, work if the not... humor in. Right. We're all going to die. It's fine. Right. I think, you know, since I've been looking at this map, I just want to give a shout out to Australian town namers. Because <laughs> they clearly have, you know, the long... You know, life is short. Let's just be funny and happy with all their town names. Because this is ridiculous. I love it. Tell us the best ones. Uh, let's see. There's uh, Nangus. <laughs> um, there's Little Billabong. I'm in love. There's Mango Plaw. Pull-a-top. Uh, where was the one I just found over here? Garunda. Uh, we have Yas. That's you know that was a good one. We've got mm-hmm. Bungonia, uh, Queen Bian, Queen Queen Bayan, Queen Bian, um, Crowari, Crowari, Jerangle. Tell, tell me these all don't all sound like sporting goods attire companies, right? Right. Adaminabe, Adaminabe. Hey, so come hit me up down in the Damina Bay. That's where you should move. Mm-hmm. So, that's I guess, is our picture wrap for the cool. Trump family. Well, thank you for taking me on this journey. You know what? Thank you for going on this journey mm-hmm. and giving me the best Australian town names that I've ever needed <laughs> yeah. to know. Berengama. I wish Australia didn't have all this wildlife that I was horrifically terrified of. Like, I feel like I would just have to live in a bubble. Otherwise, I'd be like, this is exactly the place I would live. Mm Mm-hmm. Tabarabara. Tabarabara. (laughs) I think I would live in Yas. Yeah. So whenever... Yeah, anyone reference you, they'd just be like, Yas, the Yas queen... I wonder how much they hate that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. We had it first! They were like, excuse me, this is our home. <laughs> well, this has been a delightful Yas Australia Yas Australia. That It's just basically a celebration of Yas Australia. Mm-hmm. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at talk about facts that's t-a-l-k-a-b-t-f-a-c-t-s and you can email suggestions 
to ltatfpodcast at gmail.com. And perhaps you too can be a guest on this show, just like Mike was. Woo! Except I know Mike in real life. <laughs> so you have to email Elizabeth like ideas and stuff, but then be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? And then you have to go from there. It's so easy to be my friend. Oh, that's nice. I would agree. Yay! I should have said that first. That's that's nice. I don't know. I guess that sounds nice. Oh, wait. No, yes, it is. It's true. Uh, You're like, it's true. I did it once. (laughs) (laughs) It's so easy to be my friend unless, I don't know, it's not. Unless you're a Trump. Oh, sorry. But if you're a Trump, I feel like like we get along. Yeah. Some, like, grand larceny sounds like fun. I'd love to hear more. It does sound like fun, yeah. I just want to know how to do it. I'm just saying, like, the fact that we're chilling with it is very American of us. Uh-huh. I wonder if there's anybody out there who's like, that is horrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, life is, life is life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to steal a car. Yes, you do. I mean, like, they dropped the charges. It's cool. It was, yeah, it's cool it was people in Australia. It's my car. If I got it back, I'd be like, I... Did they put gas in it? Ooh. Oh, they did? Okay, yeah, sure. Fine. Cool. They're fine. Yeah, legit. Yeah. I, it okay. means I don't have to go to the gas station now. Great. Perfect. Moving on. Moving on with my life. So, we're going to peace out next week. I can't promise that it won't be a huge story. In fact, it is. But, as always, the scary landscape. What was the portmanteau we came up with? Um... S- Scarescape? No, it, what was it? No, but that was a very snaky attempt. Yeah. You know what? We'll remember when I play it'll, this. It'll, yeah, right. <laughs> so when you're listening to this, just rewind to the beginning, and then you'll and then remember that word, and then come back to this point, and then just make fun of us. Yeah, make fun of us for not remembering what the word we said. All right. Well, peace out. Bye. Have a good week. Wear a mask. Wear a mask, people. Bye.